0: Which brings us to uh, to the current moment where what we 're left with is uh, an explanation from the perpetrators of the of the acts of the attack, which basically in their in their justification for it not being intentional they 've left us with a long string of Uh, descriptions of how on that night and in that operation they were fighting with disregard for any kind of of distinction between civilian and military uh, targets. We're left with this explanation alongside a willingness to continue to work in these kinds of environments and we're left with the reality of a conflict in which we're not going to be seeing any less of these kinds of special forces being used to conduct military operations, whether it's in night raids, drone strikes, uh, and other things. So we're left in a very uncertain environment without the kind of answers that would reassure us as a medical organization about our ability to work, um, and with the reality of a changing nature of, of conflict. many Nikolai is the president of, um, of the MSF section that's been responsible for, for uh, our operations on our activities in Afghanistan. I'm just going to ask her to, to talk us through briefly kind of what's at stake for, for MSF in this kind of, uh, after this kind of event and looking forward, what does this mean for, for medical care in this kind of environment?
1: Thanks, Jonathan. Yeah, there's a lot of stake, of course. Um, so if we look back, and as, as Michiel was saying, some people think, uh, oh, these MSF people, uh, they run into a dangerous context, uh, not, not exactly knowing what they're doing. And we do make mistakes, and we're not always uh, you know, as, uh, as well prepared, perhaps, as we should be. But this case, we had it quite right. So if we take, starting from Jahan, she was explaining that we looked at the needs of the population. Uh, when we returned to Afghanistan, we identified the gaps, we spoke with the local uh, communities, what the needs were, and where MSF could have the most impact and be the most pertinent and Kunduz it was decided to work on trauma because that was a major issue war wounded but also accidents so the the hospital was open for car accidents because they were very frequent in the population So we were serving the need of the people and that acceptance we were addressing the one of the most important needs so that was correct Michiel has explained how we re-entered we had to speak to everybody I spoke this morning that uh, when MSF enters, we work on, uh, on on acceptance by the different parties, first of all by the community, by addressing their needs, but also by the fighting factions, do they accept us? So the whole process was done, as Michiel explained, with all the, the different parties. We saw uh, the Taliban, the, the different armies, the, the Afghans, not to forget, and of course the foreign troops. And at the end, we, we received that, that, uh, that uh, agreement. And then our work is based, and and it goes back to what Françoise is saying, is anchored uh, in medical ethics. So we treat the people who are sick and who are wounded. This is what we medically, ethically are supposed to do, and and we have an obligation to do so. Um, And we work under international humanitarian law, which uh, dictates us that we have to be neutral, impartial during conflict, and then help everybody who needs our support. And we were exactly doing that. Uh, from our side, we respected our neutrality because we implied uh, very strictly the no arms policy in our hospital. So we would accept any patient, but you had to leave your arms outside, uh, not enter the, the compound of the hospital as a peaceful place where you can bring one caretaker with you and MSF staff will look after you and you're discharged as soon as you're better. So this was all respected, and indeed, when the city fell, changed hands, uh, we could continue working uh, under the new order of that town, which won then the opposition forces. However, then the attack happened, and the explanations we received on the attack, and, and Francoise developed them, are very complicated, because um, what is positive? Let's start with the positive. The Americans admitted they did it. That's Good. At least we have uh, confirmation of the perpetrator. Uh, they have done uh, some kind of an investigation. And after seven months, we had to wait long. We have uh, a summary of the report. We don't have all detail. Uh, so uh, part of the, of the report is confidential. Uh, what is positive about that report, and it was said by, by Francoise, is that they admit that there were no arms and no fighting from the compound. So they confirmed the neutrality of the compound, and they confirmed that we don't make a mistake. Also what we did, we identified the hospital during the takeover by other forces by restating the GPS coordinates, saying this is a hospital, this is a protected site, et etc. et cetera. So that reconfirmation happened. And then we go wrong. There is a whole list of mistakes that is uh, presented uh, by uh, the American army and uh, which goes against their own rules of war. But what consequences does this have? And what happens then? So they have taken some administrative uh, measurements which seem to be uh, not in proportion of the destruction of a functioning hospital, the killing of 40 people, and depriving a whole population of medical care during seven months. And it's not that MSF, to be clear to you, is looking for justice. This is not our cause. What we want is protection of our work at the front line, being able to be neutral and to work for anybody who needs our help. Combatant fighter, terrorist as we were said, no matter what, if your arms are out, we will treat you. Um, but this is, uh, is, uh, has been completely hampered because the message the Americans are giving, look, uh, we made a, they say we made a, m- a mistake, they say it was not intentional, we have no means to control that, to, to say it's not true, or is it true or not, we don't know. But what we do see is negligence, because how could they ever attack a hospital like this with the malfunctioning system that they have? They didn't have eyes on target, they had no communication be- between the, the plane and the ground troops, they saw there was no fire coming from the, in the hospital, and still they shot. And they shot even at the people uh, running in the, in the compound. So this is extremely worrying, because what is the message given by the American army? Well, you write a report, you give some sanction, and and then you continue. And on top of that, to return, we need uh, firm statements for the security of our teams in the future. And up to today, we haven't received that. Um, so this is uh, extremely complicated because uh, the wars of today are all, and, and Francoise explained it well, in, in counter-terrorist uh, vague descriptions of rules of engagements to which we have no access. But we know what we do. We know that we want to treat those who need us our, our, our help and we will secure the hospital to, to remain neutral. And if we cannot secure that, then we will leave and we'll stop our operation. So, uh, yeah, what is at stake? There's a lot at stake because uh, we need reaffirmation from uh, not only the Americans, let's be clear, uh, yesterday our international president uh, has said clearly that four out of the five permanent members of the Security Council have been involved in, uh, through different coalitions, bombing, hospitals, it in Afghanistan, Yemen and Syria. So the stakes are high. And, um, and we need to be able to continue our work, uh, but we need stronger uh, reaffirmation, and not only by words, but by action.
0: Thank you many.